You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, brought to you here on our community radio station in Melbourne, Australia, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And the uh, website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia website address is www.pigeonmedia.com. We've got an exciting show for you today. Uh, John Yates, unfortunately, is uh, not well, and uh, he is um, having a sale selling all his birds, John Yates, some very good long distance. So we've got Michael West coming on to tell us about the sale that's on the weekend for John Yates. And we've got Marco Motto, who won the Croydon Classic also, I hope, if he's not playing table tennis, we got Raf Lay coming on. He won the Greater Melbourne Breeders' Plate. And lots more for you on Pigeon Radio Australia today. So stay tuned and on with the show. Well, today it's only two of us doing the program. Me and me old mate here. Do you see banana man hopping over on the white hot sand? Here he come with some for me. Freshly taken from banana tree. Banana man me want a Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's the one and only banana man, Tony Barbara. Hello, Tony, and uh, welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio. How are you? Good, Ivan, and hello to everybody around the world. Yeah, so how are you going? How are your birds going? They're well, breeding now, aren't you? Yeah, anyway, I've got 16 pair yeah. I put together. Yeah. Because I still got a lot of two-year-olds left. Mm. 
So, and how are they going, all right? Well, the Toyotas are going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be Espe- right. Especially the cogs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. That's why we didn't have good racing, I reckon, because these pigeons were too interested in breeding and not racing. That's what I reckon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, we're going to break for a song and we'll get Michael West on to talk about... Uh, uh, Johnny Yates' sale that's on Sunday, Tony, on Sunday, this Sunday, the 18th of December, that Johnny Yates is selling all his birds, so he's not a well man, so very sad to hear that. Yeah, it's sad news. It is sad news because he's a nice fella, Johnny Yates, he's a very nice guy. Anyway, uh, we're going to play a little bit of uh, Christmas carols. Here's something from Paul Kelly's got a new Christmas album, it's called Christmas Train, and we're going to listen to a song, an Australian Christmas carol by Paul Kelly, Alice Keith and Simon Nugent with three drovers. Paul Kelly's Christmas Train here on Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back with uh, Michael West to talk about Johnny Eight Sale after this. Looked up and saw a starry light more radiant than the Milky Way and on their hearts such wonder fell they sang with joy Noel, Noel Noel dry with summer heat and smoke was on the yellow moon but from the heavens faint and sweet came floating down a wondrous tune and as they heard they sang full well those drovers three noel noel Flew across the sky, the wild dog called across the plain. The starry luster blazed on high, still echoed on the heavenly strain, and still they sang, Noel, Noel, those drovers three, Noel, Noel.
your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. 
For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Looking for great events and activities right on your doorstep? Keen to join a local club or community group? Want to lend a hand by volunteering in your local community? Head to mycommunitylife.com.au to find out what's on in Kingston. With more than 150 events and activities, 400 clubs and 80 volunteer roles, there is something for everyone. My Community Life, making it easier to find out what's happening in your local community. mycommunitylife.com.au Looking for great events? Activities right on Don't your doorstep. Southern FM's live broadcast of Carol's in the Tune in on Saturday, the 18th of December, from 6 p.m. for a live broadcast from the grounds of Ripon Lee Estates in Elstonwick. Join hosts Rob Mills and Lucy Durack for the live broadcast. If you'd like to attend Carol's in the Gardens, you can book your free ticket by visiting glenira.vic.gov.au. Carol's in the Gardens, presented by the City of Glenira. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gat, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon. Stop 
and you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And you can catch us on all social media. Just go to the Mr. and Mrs. Google machine and search Pigeon Radio Australia will come up right up the top of the page and also we podcast via the Podbean network and the other thing is we've got 85,000 members in a group called the Racing Pigeon Global on Facebook so if you want to talk to absolutely everybody that's involved with pigeon racing around the world and I'm talking about professional uh, racing pigeon people and uh, uh, champion flyers Go to the Racing Pigeon Global, 85,000 members, and we're um, aiming for 100,000 members by Christmas. So go and have a look at it on Facebook, the Racing Pigeon Global. Right now, uh, it's very sad that I said before that Johnny Yates has to sell all his pigeons, and uh, we've got one of the sale organisers on the line, that's Michael West. Uh, Hello, Michael, how are you? Welcome to Pigeon Radio, and it's a very sad day for Johnny Yates' birds. Thanks, Ivan, for giving me the opportunity to um, speak to uh, everybody about the uh, sale. It certainly has been quite a difficult time, and um, as you say, uh, John's been uh, a fancier flying with the VHA since 1965, um, and uh, as a 16-year-old, and uh, uh, unfortunately, due to his um, um, declining health, he's had to um, dispose of his pigeons. And um, uh, we're organising a sale at the uh, Victorian Racing Pigeon Union Club rooms for Saturday, the 18th of December. It's starting at one o'clock, um, and uh, I urge. Uh, anyone who can get along to the sale to uh, certainly um, have a look at the birds because John's record at long-distance racing, particularly in 500-mile racing in in Melbourne, is um, unsurpassed. Um, I think he holds the record for the most number of 500-mile fed races, one in the uh, VHA at seven, um, winning his first one in 1972. um, And... uh, winning his uh, last one in 2017. Um, and uh, it's, as I said, it's, a, it has, it's, it's been a sad day, but it was also an opportunity to celebrate the, uh, the, the wonderful um, uh, contribution that John's made to pigeons and, and also it gives people an opportunity to uh, um, go along to the sale and purchase um, some outstanding quality pigeons. Yeah, um, I have a look at the catalogue and there's some fantastic pigeons there with the great records. Now, um, one bird that's caught my eye uh, come from you and uh, Ray Russell and uh, that's a pigeon called Jackpot. Yes, that's right, John. Um, John obviously had been racing his old family of pigeons very successfully for a very long time, which, um, of course, originated uh, through the Duggins pigeons and... Um, They've been basically racing those pigeons for 45, 50 years without any cross, um, along with uh, Godfrey Stevens and a few other um, quite successful fanciers. Um, and John was keen to um, 
try and improve um, his record in the, the shorter races because um, he'd been focusing on distance pigeons for a long time. And uh, so he did uh, um, and look at introducing some uh, European pigeons and um, uh, just through luck, I guess, um, uh, I bred him a few and uh, it was the year of the PMV and uh, um, the pigeons uh, didn't race very far and um, uh, this particular pigeon jackpot, which was a Spelders um, pigeon that I bred for him, um, turned out to be uh, quite a successful stock pigeon um, she bred in two consecutive years, two double fed hens, both winning at 500 miles. Um, and uh, that um, that particular hen and her progeny have continued to dominate um, racing right through um, since. And uh, um, John focused on uh, because uh, one of John's great... Um, um, attributes is his ability to uh, breed um, good pigeons, and um, he built uh, this family around the uh, these European pigeons by um, crossing them into his old family and working on the pigeons that had performed. and um, and uh, And certainly, Jackpot was outstanding, um, um, as well as Jackpot. Un- uncle, which was 1505, um, um, and uh, I gave John that 1505, and uh, um, he bred uh, a 13-fed 300-mile cockbird, which in turn bred uh, second-fed 500, which in turn bred the, the uh, famous um, money bags with the winner of the 450-mile race, um, the only bird on the night, I think clocking just after 11 o'clock, which was quite extraordinary. Um, and um, uh, that, that particular pigeon, uh, 1505, was still filling eggs um, last year. He made it at the jackpot and uh, bred um, six youngsters, um, and 1505 is blind in one eye and hops on one leg, but um, he fed and reared all those pigeons and um, they're, they're outstanding youngsters and that's one of the reasons why they've been so successful because um, they have fantastic constitution. Um, and um, John has bred and given away a lot of the pigeons down off those those birds and they've all been very, very successful. Um, the first winner of Jack Potty made it to a cockbird of Stephen Kersey's, um, which was um, placed in the same race, the first cock the next morning. Um, and um, uh, the following year, when he won again off Jackpot, he made a bet to a cockbird of uh, Jeff Weavers, which was placed in the, the same race, and um, those pigeons have all produced outstanding birds as well. So, yes, um, uh, you know, in, in the sale, um, as I said in the prelude to the thing, um, John didn't want any fuss and bother and basically uh, just wanted to distribute the pigeons amongst his um, um, closer friends, particularly Godfrey, who's been um, um, involved in pigeon racing with him for, for a long, long time. And um, and uh, so some of the winners um, 
have been um, given to those particular fanciers and um, um, actually end up being purchased because they were outstanding pigeons. But in the sale, there's still 11 children off jackpot. There's 11 children off uh, first 500 mile. There's 13 fed uh, birds at three, four and 500 mile. There's two sisters to money bags. There's two children of money bags. There's small change, which was, of course, the hen that he got the next morning to get placed fourth in the same race. Um, and uh, her sister bred money bags, so um, obviously a very valuable pigeon. There's nine brothers and sisters to 500-mile winners, so as you can see, there's quite a lot of um, outstanding pigeons in the sale. And, um, you know, uh, it's um, people are going to get an opportunity to see these pigeons, even though they're not all the old family anymore because John has... Um, blended this winning family because his focus was always on performance um, and um, as, a, as a result we have a lot of pigeons in the sale that have come down from the old pigeons um, going back all the way to his first winner which was in 1965 I think um, with a pigeon um, with, he won um, uh, the Mildura with, um, and uh, that particular pigeon, the Mildura fed winner, is behind um, most of the uh, winning pigeons uh, within his loft and Godfrey's loft at the, the five, the six, and the seven. Um, and the Mildura fed winner, she won in, she was 1964 rung, and she won Mildura against 3,700 pigeons, doing 897 metres a minute. And when you look at the velocities of all John's um, winning pigeons, um, those velocities are always, they're all very testing races. Yeah, so most of the races that he's done well in were hard races where nobody gets a bird home and probably headwind races where the winds are not right in their face, not not in, not in their back. That's right. He, um, the, the, a lot of those pigeons were um, out in front. Um, the first winner off jackpot, I think there were maybe two or three pigeons on the night. Um and uh, yeah, the second one, um, which he calls Gwen, uh, I think there might have been 20 pigeons on the night in that race. Um, when he won the 500 in 2017, there were four pigeons home on the night. John had the first three pigeons, and they light landed within uh, two minutes of each other. Um, and uh, two of those pigeons were... The, the cross pigeons. Um, what did come out of the the the, um, the breeding program was he was very successful with the line bred cockbirds cock of the old pigeons crossed into the um, to the European pigeons. His first five hundred mile winner was made it to a, a line bred cock. Um, I made it to jackpot. The next time he made that pigeon to a, um, a merely cock. That was picked out at John McCormick's, which goes back to the old Putman family, which are behind Doug Ince's pigeons. And, of course, um, they had uh, John's pigeons, John Yates's pigeons in the background. Um, and then he, he actually went and got another pigeon, which he called Rusty, which was a line-bred pigeon. Um, and that was the pigeon that he 
uh, had home the 600 at a quarter to 11 at night sitting in the tree and um, trying to get it in and was a little bit frustrated, obviously, and that pigeon ended up being fourth, but um, outstanding. Again, the, the pigeons that he'd been clocking in the night have been outstanding. Yeah, I remember we had him on when uh, he won the $100,000 race. And um, yes. I, I did question him and say, well, what was in that bird? And he said, well, it's a little bit of everything, he said to me. He had Hubens in it and Jansons and his yeah. old family in, in, in it as well. So Yeah, yes, and that's true. Um, um, uh, if if, if the, in the catalogue I've tried to point out that um, if you look at the line of, of uh, money bags um, the mother was second fed 500 and she was off um, a son of 05 motored to a, uh, a hen which goes back to a, a slate Jansen from John Van Beers mated to a Van Looncock I gave him um, and a pigeon called Little Henry, which was also a Jansen. The second fed 500 was off a, um, a cockbird um, direct off um, 05 that was 13 fed and he was mated to a uh, 13 fed 600 hen, which was off another cock of John McCormick's mated to a sister to his first 500 mile winner. So um, you can see there were performance pigeons all the way down um, to money bags, and of course we know the story of money bags because he um, had uh, got sick and he hand reared it and uh, didn't actually fly up to do a perch for several weeks. Ended up winning one of the hardest four hundreds we've had um, in a long time. So uh, again, the constitution of those pigeons stands out. Yeah, and lot twenty nine is a daughter of money bags. That's right. Yes, um, and. Uh, um, no, lot 29 is actually small change. Small change was the pigeon that he got the next morning um, and small change, um, its sister bred money bags. Um, there is, I think, um, um, pigeons, uh, there's two sisters to money bags. I think lot 76 is a sister to money bags. Um, and um, uh, lot 85. Now those pigeons, those those pigeons, the last page were the birds. Um, John was wasn't able to basket those pigeons, so myself and uh, and Neville Stone, who did a lot of work to help John, would we would basket those pigeons and and um, send them on tosses, and um, they ended up being tossed to. Uh, 500 mile into a headwind and 300 mile and then they also flew the, on the weekend the Mount Hope race which was quite difficult so those pigeons have all been very very well tested um, and um, and pulled up fantastically well yeah and uh, I see uh, VHA 14 26649 13 fed 300 and you've got a sister in the sale of that pigeon Uh and also the unrung mealy. Yep. Okay. So the unrung mealy was the pigeon that he went to John McCormick's because he would um, breed pigeons for John and give him a lot of pigeons, and John would breed some pigeons for him, and they did this over a long period of time because those pigeons all go back to the original pigeons of Doug, um, particularly the Putmans. Um, 
and well, uh, that's where the me- that's where the mealy colour would, would be coming from on from the Putman because they're, they're mainly reds, aren't they? The Putman line, yeah, yeah, they are. But you've got to remember that they also had um, um, when John won with the Mildura Fed winner, that was mated to a um, um, red pigeon, um, a brother to Trio, which was the pigeon that Doug got um, when he won the 600 and it was the third pigeon home. And that mating, um, that's where the red line comes down and that comes through a lot of Godfrey's pigeons and um, also uh, through Jeff Weaver's pigeons um, in his 600 miles. So those pigeons, there is that red line on them, um, but the Putmans are also black checkers. Um, and they came down uh, through those same pigeons, um, and they've been very successful. But the unrung hen, uh, sorry, the, un, the young run mealy, um, and it's probably an, uh, uh, sort of again an indication of how astute John was in picking pigeons. John John McCormick has quite a lot of uh, pigeons um, down at his loft, and uh, John went there and picked out this mealy cock and um, made it up and. Uh, Read the 500 mile winner. He then went and got the pig, the brother to that pigeon, and that pigeon bred the 14 feet 600 um, pigeon. Um, and then he went back and picked another pigeon out at John's loft, and that bred the pigeon that he got in the dark in the 600, I think, two years ago. So he, he has a fantastic eye for pigeons, and any pigeon that is in his stock loft, I can personally. Um, guarantee that um, they've been well tested and the background behind those pigeons is very, very strong because when you look at the, the names of the flies, the, the pigeons he's brought in, um, they're all all based um, fantastic pigeons, you know, and the performances have, have been outstanding. Um, in 2017, we had um, some very hard headwind races, particularly 400s, um, and um, and John would have seven or eight home before after VHA had actually clocked. Um, he was flying so well at that stage, and the pigeons were just flying in, and they were a combination of the old pigeons and these European pigeons, um, which was fantastic at the time to see. Now the, the European the European lines they would have come down from Stephen Kiersey's cock. The European lines, the smelters that um, I gave him originated through um, a mealy cock that came out of the uh, Godfrey Wise Pioneer lofts, but they were actually down direct off the pigeons that Steve Lucas originally brought in, um, and um, I mated those pigeons to a pigeon. Pigeons um, that came from Keith Saggers. So that was the Smelders line. The Van Loon line came from pigeons uh, that I brought from John Dismore, and they went back to Grenville's um, um, Van Loons, which he was very successful with. Stephen Kersey's 13 feet cock, um, um, that was a Hooban crossed with his old family. Um, uh, the um, little Henry Pigeon was um, a quarry Jansen that came in and John um, Van Beers' a slate pigeon, which has been an outstanding producer. Um, 
has um, was also a Jansen pigeon, but in the background of that pigeon plus John Dismore's was the syndicate pair of Hank Mervis and um, and um, um, oh, God, gone blank. Um, the syndicate pair that um, were very very successful as well. So um, he, he basically got access to some very very good ones. So. Anybody starting off or anybody that's interested in long-distance racing, these are the sort of birds they'd want in their loft. Oh, absolutely. And and I I think it's important to point out that um, while John um, has succeeded in these very hard long-distance races, um, he made it a son of his first winner off jackpot to the second winner, and he bred uh, some pigeons off that. Now, um, one son of that mating uh, bred me a second fed uh, 300, doing 1,700 metres a minute. Uh, sister off that mating bred uh, the pigeon I got ninth at the um, in the Hay Sprint race uh, at about 1,900 metres a minute. Um, so as you can see... Um, they can do the uh, the high velocities because of the, the cross and the, the hybrid vigor that's come through them, um, and they and they are also able to uh, fly those um, long headwind races right through to five and six hundred. Um, that, that's and that look, you know, um, if if I had room, I'd go and buy them all. But um, yeah, but we can't you know, put all. Can't, can't, can't buy the room from no, them. No, you can't have everything. No. That's that's the problem. We've got too many yeah, birds as it is. That's right. Yeah, but look, um, as I said, um, um, the the background of these pigeons is so sound because they've been they have been tested. And um, John always believed that um, he would breed off the winners and race as many off the winners as he possibly could, um, um, brothers and sisters, and then try and breed back to those winning pigeons. And, and when you look at the the breeding program that Doug Ince and Godfrey and himself have done over the years, it's that, that you will see these key winning pigeons very strongly in the pedigrees. Of the, all of the uh, the birds there, um, and he, he followed the same pattern with the uh, the smelters, the van loons, and the, the Jansen based pigeons. He did exactly the same thing, and um, and the proof's in the pudding, I guess. That um, he continually gets them, um, you know, in these hard races, and and over the last couple of years, um, through uh, some of uh, the old pigeons. Um, Jeff Weaver and um, Godfrey and um, himself getting pigeons in the dark, um, quite extraordinary. Yeah, quite that extraordinary. yeah yeah that is well that is very extraordinary. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, very very good birds, and uh, I'd suggest anyone. Now you've said in the in the catalogue that you've apologised that you've tried to do the very best you can through the pedigrees and records that you found, but. You had some problems with a few of them. Well, as John became, as John's illness became a little bit more difficult, he actually, the last 12 months, um, hardly touched his pigeons. Um, He would simply, um, they'd be let out in the morning and they'd come in at night. um, um, And uh, um, he... uh, 
the last year he had about six pair that he had in a single pen and he wrote the numbers of some of those down, but the rest he just opened the loft, stock loft up and did love matings because um, John was actually a bee believer in, in that in a way that um, they produced. So though some of those later pigeons are not in the pedigree book, but they are all down off the pigeons in the, in the stock loft and... Um, um, there are some outstanding pigeons, and a lot of those pigeons flew that hard 500 and also uh, uh, were, were placed in the uh, Mount Hope race on the weekend. So that's one of the reasons why that's that's the case, because um, John was John had a phenomenal memory for his pigeons over a long period of time, and um, um, he, he could rattle off the numbers and recall the pigeons, and he could. Um, tell by just looking at him, he was one of these very uh, lucky fanciers who was able to do that. There's, there's not many of them, and um, he was certainly one of them. Yeah, right. Now, um, if anybody interstate's interested in purchasing any birds, are you taking phone bids or what's happening? I don't think so. Um, I, I know that there are some people from interstate um, that have, have organised um, through people they know. Um, and the and look, the reason is that um, we weren't going to have this sale at all, and this has all happened very, very quickly. And being Christmas time, it's probably not the ideal year time of the year to have a sale. Um, and uh, so we, we're probably, you know, um, we're not probably doing that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough, but if somebody yeah. wants to get somebody from Melbourne to purchase the bird for them or organise somebody to, they'll, yep. they'll be able to do That's that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I know that there are fanciers from Sydney who are already doing that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, uh, if yes, anybody wants yeah. any other information, can they contact you? Well, I, uh, yes, I can email me um, 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 because um, uh, I've had, had, a, had a, fair, a few people inquire about it. Um, so um, uh, the catalogue is – I know the catalogue's on the uh, the – uh, the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union site. Um, I think it was going to be put on the VHA site, but I haven't checked that yet. Um, it's on the Pigeon uh, Radio site. I've put it there. That, that's right, yeah. And um, if anyone wants to contact me, if they want to email me at uh, west.michael at bigpond.com. All right, Michael, thanks. Anything else you'd like to tell us before you before we leave you? No, but look, I, no, probably the most important thing is to just to thank the people who have been supporting John um, through this this period of time and allowing him to be able to race. And um, um, and, uh, and Neville Stone is one of those people has been have been doing it uh, quite a lot, and um, and people have been supporting John. And he he would like to pass on his thanks to all those people. And he, his wish is just that the pigeons go to good fancies that you know test them out in the, in the, the long race because that's always been his passion. Um, you know, he, he's won 700s, he's won uh, a load of 500s and um, and people who have got his pigeons over the years um, um, have all done, have been very, very successful in producing pigeons in, in the longer and harder races. So uh, I'd just like to thank you and Thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity to speak as well. Oh, look, that's my pleasure because I thought uh, John was a gentleman and I had a lot of respect for him. And um, yeah. I used to meet him out on the road when we were tossing out there. <laughs> and uh, we used to sit there and have a chat and 
and talk about different birds and stuff and racing. And he had a, he had a dream. He told me, he said, you know, Ivan, he said, you know what would be good? And I said, what's that, John? And he goes, if all the feds come together and we all raced as one big federation. That's, that was one of his would, dreams. It, it would be a wonderful thing if that would happen. And, uh, you know, and I know John was very keen to have all fancies in Melbourne flying the long races together and uh, that, that that would be great because um, um, the, the sport's not getting um, bigger uh, or if it is it's getting bigger very slowly and um, it, it's great to uh, have these long races where all the fancies are competing and, and um, you, if, when you win those races you're beating the very very best yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah. send our love and regards to John. Yeah, I uh, will. I and, will. Thank uh, you very much again, yeah. Ivan. And thank you very much for coming on and telling us about it. And uh, just once again, tell us what time's the sale on, and it's on Sunday, isn't it? It's on Saturday, the 18th Saturday. of December. Saturday, right? Yep, and it's um, viewing starts at 11, and the sale starts at one and um, I'd like to thank the union um, for um, um, making their rooms available and uh, I think Tony Price is going to do the auctioning so we appreciate that. Yeah, good on you. Very good. Good on you. All right, thanks Michael. Thanks for your time. Have a lovely day. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. And that was Michael West, one of the organisers of the John Yates auction sale, which is on Saturday, this Saturday, and viewing is from 11, and it's at the VRPU, the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union Rooms, 28 Freeman Street in Campbellfield. And uh, get there at 11 o'clock and have a look at some of these pigeons because there's some crackers in this sale, I tell you. You want some good long-distance birds? They're here. They are. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, in, in all of that, here's a song dedicated to Johnny Yates, and uh, yeah, I've got to be me, Sammy Davis Jr., here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I place in this world or never belong I gotta be me I gotta be me what else can I be but what I am I want to live not merely survive of this dream of life that keeps me alive I gotta be me Free 
Somebody else If I'm not right for me I gotta be free I just gotta be free Daring to try to do it or die I gotta be This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM When everything keeps changing, it's hard to know how to feel. So if the last couple years have left you with mixed emotions, you're not alone. 
Search Beyond Blue Coronavirus for free tools, support, or to have a chat today. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Is there someone you know who might be alone, who could do with a friend so they're not on their own? Give a conversation as your gift today. A hello, a how's it, and are you okay? Some chit-chat, a natter, a check-in or two to say, I'm here and I care about you. Learn more at areyouokay.org.au Don't miss Southern FM's live broadcast of Carols in the Gardens. Tune in on Saturday the 18th of December from 6pm for a live broadcast from the grounds of Ripon Lee Estate in Elstonwick. Join hosts Rob Mills and Lucy Durack for the live broadcast. If you'd like to attend Carols in the Gardens, you can book your free ticket by visiting glenira.vic.gov.au. Carols in the Gardens, presented by the City of Glenira. Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm, but if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jab him, jab him, jab him. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the whole wide world, and that is Pigeon Radio Australia that you're listening to right now. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And right now, we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News. Uh, We've got a great news service here that uh, encourages young people to get into radio. So it's a great, great thing that we're doing here at Southern FM with the news. So we have news on the hour every hour, and it's now time to break for the news. And after the news, we'll be uh, back 
with Pigeon Radio Australia, and we're going to feature some of the highlights from John Yates' interview and let the man himself tell you about his pigeons. And don't forget, his sale is this Saturday, the 18th of December, and viewing starts at 11 o'clock, and it's at the VRPU Rooms in 28 Freeman Street, in Campbellfield. So get out there. But after the news, we've got the winner of the Croydon Classic, also Marco Motto, coming on. And a funny story that I was looking at uh, yesterday that I'm going to feature also after the news. A little story about a pigeon that's uh, apparently spying. <laughs> on people. We'll be back after the National Radio News. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. And I just have a special announcement for the Western Pigeon Federation in Melbourne. 16th of January, 2022. So Transport Squeaker Sale uh, on the Sunday, the 16th of January. Location is 19 Carrington Drive, Albion, Victoria. The penning is to commence from 8am with a sale to start at 12pm. All WPF members are asked to donate two squeakers to the sale to help raise money towards reducing the rising transport costs for pigeon racing. The purchaser will receive free entry into a draw for every purchase they make. First prize is four times breeders' plate rings for 2023, valued at $200. Second prize is two by breeders' plate rings for 2023, value $100. And third prize is one by breeders' plate ring for the 2023 season with a value of $50. The conditions of the sale are... WPF members are encouraged to donate two birds to the sale. For members to be eligible for a discount, their birds must be sold. We are unable to accept pledges. We can only accept squeakers rung with the current season ring year 2021. No old birds. A member is only eligible for a discount from the funds raised at the sale if they have donated two birds and both these birds are sold. Members simply purchasing birds only are not eligible for a discount on transport in season 2022. Members will be given the opportunity to buy their own birds back at the starting price if the birds are not sold at the sale. If birds do not sell and the owner does not wish to buy them back at the starting price, then they will be eligible to receive a discount on transport for their owner in season 2022. The WPF is unable to take responsibility for any birds not sold. It is the owner's responsibility to arrange for all birds not sold to be removed from the WPF rooms that night. 
So, yes, it's the Transport Squeaker Sale 2022. Uh, and that gives all the members of the WPF a chance to get a discount on the transport costs for pigeon racing for the next season. So that's a good thing. Uh, way back in 2018, when we were at another community radio station, uh, we did a in-depth interview with John Yates when he won the $100,000 race, uh, the first $100,000 race run in Melbourne. So let's have a listen to that and let John Yates tell you about his pigeons. And don't forget, his sale is at the VRPU rooms this Saturday, viewing from 11am. I'd like to uh, welcome to Pigeon Radio, one of Victoria's top flyers uh, for many years and winner of the Vic Cup, John Yates. Welcome to Pigeon Radio, John. Good evening, Rod. Now, mate, I want to know what was the feeling like, firstly, to win... (laughs) Um, the first ever hundred thousand dollar first prize and part of one ninety five thousand, but that went for one race. That type of what prize money? What's it like, mate? Well, it's just unbelievable. It's like winning Tats Lotto, I guess. I mean, you, you know, you go <laughs> into these things, but you don't think you're going to win. But bugger me, dead! It happened. It's fantastic. <laughs> now, now you clocked the bird um, just after eleven. Can you tell us a bit of a story? How you even, you know, why did you persist to go out and have a look at? At that time, well, of uh, you know, it's, it was similar to a 500 mile race at that time of the year, and I always wait till about midnight cause, uh, just in case one sneaks in. And um, I went out about 10:30, and it was pretty cold. And I thought, no, we're not going to get them today. Uh, and I turned the loft lights off, and I left the spotlight just in the middle of the lawn, and I locked up the loft because I wanted the others to rest, you know, for next week. Yep. And uh, then I went inside and I went to sleep in front of the telly and uh, I woke up about 12.30 and I went outside and the moon was out. It was very bright and I was walking past the loft and just in the corner I've got an inserted sort of a landing board. I couldn't see it as I walked out because on, on blind corner and bugger me, Dad, there's a pigeon sitting on the brick which was locking the trap and uh, I was like, well, don't panic because we were racing Tasmania and I still ate out and... Quite often you'll get a late one that comes in or something, you know. So I walked over there and I just picked the pigeon up and bugger me dead, it had a ring on it. I, just, I instantly went into shock, <laughs> ran over to the clock and I went, shit, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> and I rang Godfrey, Stephen, every, rang everyone up and uh, look, it was just unbelievable, mm. you know. And did you get them all out of bed? Sorry? Did you get them all out of bed? All these guys? Got them all out of bed and, um, <laughs> I, look, I was pretty tired up till then. I was pretty dopey when I walked out there. Cause I, <laughs> I thought, gee, I better go to bed. It's half past 12. And, uh, but after that, I could not sleep all night. Yeah, jeez, yeah, I wouldn't uh, be Godfrey sleeping Stevens either. couldn't sleep and everyone I ran couldn't <laughs> sleep. <laughs> it was just one of them unbelievable instances with pigeon racing. That's why we all go in them. Uh, now and then uh, something does one of those unbelievable performances, you know, just... You just can't work it out. Now, mm. now, can you tell us? I've seen the bird, obviously, on, on basket. Uh, yeah. Actually, when pre- presenting a clock, you have, you have to be yeah. the birds. It's only a small little blue bar cock. Um, looks like a hen, yeah. really. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, well, look, he's um, he was a lovely little pigeon. And uh, I'd put the rings on me, mainly me 500 mile, me distance pigeons, because I thought, well, where I live short in the VHA, that time of the year, uh, there's not as much light, and it's going to be very similar to a 500. And if they're going to get into Melbourne, you know, I'll take a chance and I'll ring me distance birds and 
take a chance on the day because if it's a north wind, I'm pretty well buggered. And um, bugger me, dead. All the all all the cards <laughs> fell in the spot. Well, I got a south wind. Uh, I'd rung the right pigeon. He was a uh, half brother to me, 500 mile winner the year before at 8:20 at night. And uh, yeah, I, I don't. And he somehow he found the loft. I don't know. Now, what, what's <laughs> the breeding of it, John? Look, he's he's nearly totally the old um, distance family that me and Inchy and Godfrey and Jeff Weaver um, race. Yep. His great grandmother on one side is half hoop, and that's the only uh, import in him. Yep. So he's bred for distance. He's, uh, his grandmother's Jeff, Huber, uh, Jeff Weaver's 600-mile fed winner at 12.30 the second day into a head when a smashing hen, and mm. I always loved her. And he, one year, he, a couple of years ago, he said, I've got two eggs off her at the end. I said, I'll take them. So this pigeon's mother is with that egg. Yes. And um, the, the cock itself, which is bred now a 500-mile winner in the world, well, and the winner, the... Um, uh, the, the the winner yeah. he's uh his mother got 12 sped 500 at eight o'clock at night the only one i got on the day and look he's just got all my old 500 mile birds in in the background there's nothing else in him a little bit of wickham through jeff weaver and barnsley's pigeons yes and um yeah n- yeah no, no imports in but just a teensy winky bit of hooven in now, now, what was the story about when you caught the bird? I'm going to go back to that because I forgot yeah. about it. Um, where did you put the bird after that? <laughs> well, look, it was freezing cold out Inside. there. And he was, he's a tame little pigeon because I, I, I saved him from rota, which is yeah. another story, unbelievable. You want to tell that and one it was first? That cold what happened? Out there. He sat in my hand. He's quite tame. Yeah. And uh, I gave him a drink and a, few, a little handful of safflower, and I put him inside and left the heater on all night in a basket because it was pretty, <laughs> was bloody cold out there. Now, <laughs> now about this rotor, um, you, when you, he got really crook with rotor, didn't he? Yeah, look, he, um, when I got the rotor, one died, and he was the next worst one. He looked pretty crook. I actually put him in a single pen, and I thought, bugger, I'll try and scrape this pigeon. He's got a $100 ring on him, and I like him. And... Uh, I hand-fed him for about three or four days with a syringe yep. and uh, with a bit of that um, parrot mix you can mix into the water, yes, yes, what yep. Walker told us to do. Yep. And I gave him pro-back and I put the half a dozen pellets down his throat every day. Yes. And I thought, well, he'll probably be dead in the morning, but every morning <laughs> I come out and his little eyes opened up and I thought, this little bloke looks like he wants to live. <laughs> 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 and I put some um, padding on the floor in the single pen. Uh, to keep him warm, and uh, bugger me, dead. He sat on that floor for three weeks. He couldn't fly up. Yeah, three. And then uh, after about a week, he started eating a little bit, and then he ate more and more, and he seemed to like the pellets. They must have digested good. And um, anyhow, the long and short of it, he sort of came good after about four weeks. And I picked him up. I thought, oh, his body's come back. So he was absolutely thin as thin. You know, yeah. like he hadn't eaten for weeks. <laughs> And uh, he came back up again, so I thought, well, well, give you a go, buddy. So I put him in the loft, let him fly around for about two weeks, and then I just joined him into the tosses. I took him easy, uh, like I gave him a toss and missed the next couple and then gave him one, and he'd had three races, and uh, the race before, I'd sent 50 as my 11th bird to the loft, and, uh, yeah, unbelievable. I picked him up on the night. He handled absolutely beautiful, real buoyant and round and... 
no way. And yeah. I patted him on the head. I said, well, buddy, good luck. We, you, know, <laughs> you made it through the rotor, but I didn't feel confident because of that problem he had. Yes. And fucking me, daddy had, he had a different idea. He bloody did it. So yeah. Now, now you, you, you were involved with your syndicate on this, wasn't you? With this, with yeah, yeah. Birds? I mean, involved, uh, involved with the guys from Gippsland. Yes. And there's four of them in it. So they, they take the, they bought the rings. Yes. And I said, well, I, um, I'll put them on my best pigeons and um, I'll train them. So, that, that's, so you, that, the way that race works is, um, the, and you also picked up fourth. So you picked up, what, about nine grand there for a fourth? Was Look, it? I, don't, I haven't seen the prize money I think yet. About, I, know, I think so, about 9000 yeah, for, for fourth. So wait, wait, so people might, may not know how it works out. So the purchase yeah. of the ring... They get fifty percent, and That's the flyer right. gets fifty percent. So they'll they'll share roughly, you know, fifty. Well, I'm sure it's fifty four and a half grand. The, the boys down there, so yeah, be on well, they were very happy. We we, uh, we gave a coffee in the morning, which you come up now and then, Rod. Yes. And, uh, yep. uh, Errol had rang up. He's the main one in the syndicate down there, and uh, he rang up the shop and. We had pig, little cut-out pigeons hanging off balloons and chocolate cake, and that was really good. Yeah. Well, I, Neville Stone zoomed in on the chocolate cake. He was gobbling that down. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was a really good day. So, yeah, and uh, Errol paid for everything. So yeah, yeah. Well, people don't know the, the they call it the coffee club in in, in Montmorency. Yeah. A lot of the flyers come together every Saturday morning. And, yeah, well, uh, look, it's really years good, ago, it? old Dougie Inch, my mm. old hero, I started with, and we used to all meet around Inchies on Saturday mornings, mm. and uh, we'd talk about pigeons there, like, I'd, I'd be down there on basket of night till two o'clock in the morning, no wonder <laughs> my wife left me, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, Inchie just enthralled on pigeons, and he just... He just loved them, and he, he uh, trained us for years and years, and we just looked at pigeons and spoke. So when he passed away, I said, well, look, let's meet at the shop just around the corner. Yep. And uh, and we'll talk about pigeons still. And, uh, yeah, got going. There's quite a lot come there. Anyone can come who wants to. And, um, yeah, well, it's pretty noisy in there, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they, well, they've got their own dedicated <laughs> you know. room, haven't they? Their own dedicated room to keep all the pigeon blokes yeah, away from Yeah, they gave the us a little room out the back to lock us in, so there's a bit yeah. of swearing and yelling and shouting going on in there. <laughs> and uh, we've got people come up from Gippsland, and Johnny Van Beers comes up from <laughs> down where he lives, and, uh, yeah, people just come from everywhere to, yeah, to come and come have a coffee up there. North, south, east and west, don't they? Yeah, so it's a good, uh, good little atmosphere, and... Um, yeah, it gets pretty rowdy because we've all got different opinions on weather and pigeons and what's going to happen and, you know, as, as you know, pigeon flies. <laughs> oh, look, I must admit, it's since I got out of real estate, it's been a chance I can go with myself and it's really good yeah. um, popping down there and, you know, for an hour, hour and a half and, it, and you go do your thing. So it really is good. Yeah, no, it is good. We all get together and talk about the coming race that day and... Uh, what happened last week and who won and who failed and why we did this and why we're tossing and who's doing what. So, yeah, that's, yeah no, it's very, very, very good, yeah. It is. Well, uh, again, congratulations, John, on, on a fantastic Thanks, win. Thanks, Rod, and, yeah. No, it was just un unbelievable and, uh, yeah, to pull it off was just, yeah, just uh, incredible. I can't believe it. Well, you're now in the record <laughs> books of the first one to win the Vic Cup. Yeah. 
Well, that's right. Let's hope we have it in another couple of years and some other lucky bloke gets a big thrill like I did because it was yeah. – it's just you, – you'll never forget that for the rest of your life. You oh, know? no. And, and getting out at night too was just unbelievable. Oh, look, I've had a few over the years in the dark and it's the biggest kick you ever oh, get yeah. is when there's nothing around. It's pitch black <laughs> yeah. and a pigeon just comes out of the darkness or something. You know, Amazing. It's just, yeah, it it's is. just the best. <laughs> well, again, thank you, John. Take care. We'll, okay. we'll catch up on Saturday. Well done, John. No problem. Good on you, John. See ya. See Bye. ya, mate. Bye. Bye, boy. You're listening to 88.3 FM. Love is a winner's game. No one to thank and no one to blame Ain't always easy to play by the rules When you start keeping score, that's when you lose Tell your love is a winner's game And some say death is just a cause for sinning Some see the end some see the beginning We'd find our way through the joy and the pain Of love, oh love Love is a winner's game Oh, love, hey, love, 
is a winner's game. Southern FM. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Hi, Matt Welsh here. In Australia, drowning is one of the biggest killers of kids under five. So take a few minutes to check your pool barrier set for this summer. Visit kidsafe.com.au to find out how. Because safe barriers save lives. Don't miss Southern FM's live broadcast of Carols in the Gardens. Tune in on Saturday the 18th of December from 6pm for a live broadcast from the grounds of Ripon Lee Estate in Elstonwick. Join hosts Rob Mills and Lucy Durack for the live broadcast. If you'd like to attend Carols in the Gardens, you can book your free ticket by visiting glenira.vic.gov.au. Carols in the Gardens, presented by the City of Glenira. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. At the Australian Road Safety Foundation, we believe every single road user has the power to be the change they want to see on the road. And that starts well before getting behind the wheel. With road trauma being the biggest killer of kids aged 1 to 14 and the second biggest of those under 25. I'm urging teachers, parents and students to visit roadset.com.au and get started on their own educational journey today. (laughs) 
This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. All the way, down under, in Melbourne, Australia. The only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Right now, I'm going to read the uh, great results of the Croydon Classic. We heard about the Croydon Classic last week with Tony McPherson. He told us the release went well, the race went well, everything went well, and uh, we have a result now that we can give you. So I'll read the top ten from the uh, from the Croydon Classic, which was held from Mildura on the 5th of December. Right, so in first place, with a grand velocity... Of 992.021 was Marco Motta. And in second place, we've got Daryl Klopp Roggy. Third place, Charlie Gretsch, all the way over there in Wallen. He's on, he's off doing some filming. He's a movie star, Mr. Gretsch. Anyway, and uh, we've got Rodney Mayne and Donna Gatt in fourth place. In fifth place, Marco Motta again. Fantastic stuff. In sixth place, we've got S. Connor. In seventh place, Jamie Rigby all the way out there in uh, Tarnit. And in eighth place, Daryl Kloproggy. In ninth place, Clinton Sparrow. And in tenth place and eleventh place, I'll, I'll read that as well, we've got Daryl Kloproggy again. So that's not a bad result for Daryl. But the winner of the race is Marco Motta. And I have Marco on the line. Hello, Marco, and welcome to Pigeon Radio. And congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us, what kind of pigeon was it that you clocked in this Croydon Classic? Uh, it's, it's a Jensen uh, of Carlos Vicente. He's not fly anymore now. But, yeah, he's, he's old blood Jensen. Yeah, old blood Jensen. And you've done very well. And you've, you've got first and fifth. In the in the classic, what was the other bird you clocked? The other bird is a distance bird. Uh, is a cock bird. Uh, the mum 
the mum fly the hard 600 red wings all the way and the father is second from uh, I forgot the name <laughs> oh, that's all right yeah, yeah. tell us and did you did you like you've been racing really well this like the races that we've had your name's been up the top of the list pretty much all the time tell us what what kind of preparation did you do for the pigeons I toss two times a week because I don't have much time uh, because I'm, I'm working and this time is very busy. And um, I toss Sundays and uh, mob toss in the truck, Joe Phillips truck, uh, Tuesdays and just fly around the house. And uh, did you do anything special with the feeding or or fine-tuning of the birds? No, I feed the same, but um, it's been headwinds, hard, hard, hard race, and um, yeah, and I'm a short flyer, so I need the headwinds. Ah, yeah, no, that's like me too. I'm a short flyer and I need the headwinds as well. Yeah. Now, you you done, Rafi Lay won the Breeders' Plate, but you come close second. Rafi Lay was doing 990 and you were doing 977 in the Breeders' Plate. What bird did you clock in that? That's that's not a bad result, mate. It's, a, it's again another Jensen of different pair. No, no exactly the same breed, but it's another Jensen. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And there wasn't there wasn't very many birds in the Breeders' Plate homies, were there? Yeah, I'm I not think sure. You only got this, uh, this, well, only 60. I'm not sure. Oh, no, 31 birds here, and uh, oh. I'll read the results. There's only 10, 10 positions here, and that's it. So in first place, you've got Rafi Lay and Fallen doing a velocity of 990. Then you've got yourself in second place. You were doing 977. Then we've got uh, uh, Gardner Brothers, and they were very, very close. They, you beat them by a couple of seconds, I think. They were doing yeah, also yeah. 977. And then you've come back in fourth place again. All right. So what was your fourth place bird? Was it a Jansen again or something else? Uh, is um, Gabby 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 cross, there you go. yeah cross Cookman yeah mm, fantastic then in fifth place we've got Jeff Stanley and in sixth place we've got Lou Gat in seventh place John McCook in eighth place Rod Churchill ninth place Rod Churchill and in tenth place we've got Louis and Carol Gat again so there was only ten positions out of the Breeders Plate. I don't know how many flies entered birds, but yeah, you've got two in the top ten, so that's not bad, mate. Congratulations yeah, yeah. there as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, why do you think that you've been flying so well this this year? Uh, birds healthy, you know, <laughs> and you gotta have a little bit lucky too sometimes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Of course. Anyway, Marco, once again, congratulations. How much money did you win in the Croydon Classic? Have they paid you yet? Uh, I think you got, got paid yeah. uh, another two days, I think. Oh, yeah, cool. And from there, 7200 Oh, very good. And, and you get something for the other one as well? Yeah, from the British plate, is 
around 4,000. Oh, sure. well, you're I've doing all right, mate. Yeah. You'll be able yeah. to go and go to Johnny Yates. You know Johnny Yates? He's selling some birds. You want some good distance birds, you go and buy a couple on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Thank you very much for being on the program and, and congratulations once again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and that was Marco Motta, who won the Croydon Classic and also came second in the Breeders' Plate, and he's been flying. Tony, he's been flying very well. That's a good going. Well, you've seen the results. Like, he's got multiple pigeons in, in, in races where... People can't even get a bird home. And, and he's a short flyer as and well. And he's a short flyer as well, so there you go. So there's another thing. Anyway, we're going to break for a song right now, and uh, let's have a look what I've got on my playlist here. Uh, let's have a listen to the Kinks, and the Kinks are singing, I've Got to Be Free. Yeah. 
This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your voice in the community. 88.3 Southern FM. When everything keeps changing, it's hard to know how to feel. So if the last couple years have left you with mixed emotions, you're not alone. Search Beyond Blue Coronavirus for free tools, support, or to have a chat today. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 pm. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 pm for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Hello Bayside, Daniel Mulligan here. I host a little show on Thursday nights from 10pm till midnight called I Know You Got Soul. If you tune in, you'll hear top quality hip-hop, soul and R&B from local international artists, old school, new school and everything in between. 
That's I Know You Got Soul. 10pm, Thursday nights, on 88.3 Southern FM. Želite li okusiti Hrvatsku? Ugodite Hrvatskom glasu. S Maricom Čok. Hrvatska glazba. Vijesti i čet. Svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata. Upravo ovdje. Na 88.3 Južna FM. Zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am. Tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok. A taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat. Right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm. Catch you there. And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away. And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside And I always knew You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the entire world. We're going to finish a little bit earlier tonight, but before we do finish, I am going to uh, do a media check. Now, there's some interesting stories that were uh, on the internet today about pigeons and uh, one of the stories is there's another spy pigeon being caught in India, Tony. In India. In India. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you about this pigeon. Every time, they they always have spy pigeons in India. It's unbelievable. But uh, this is what's happened in India, I'll tell you. Uh, Here we go, here. Oh, yeah, spy alert, suspicious pigeons. Suspicious pigeons with device on legs found in Gujarat. Police order a probe into this. Detective Kabuta, Gujarat boat owner, finds suspicious pigeons with device on legs a few months ago. A similar incident was reported from Gujarat when a pigeon with a chip fitted on its leg was found. You know what I reckon, Tony? I reckon they're not spy pigeons. You know what I reckon? That's electronic chip rings. Yeah, electronic chip. And, and they, these people think they're sp- <laughs> <laughs> spying on them. But listen to this. Spy alert. Suspicious pigeons with device on legs found in Gujarat, which is in India. And uh, Ahmedabad, Jagran trending desk. A probe has begun after a fishing boat owner from Gujarat's Paul Banda handed over two suspicious-looking pigeons to the Gujarat police. 
on Sunday. The boat owner informed police that he found the two pigeons with rings on them. The ring was a small device attached to the leg. You know what that could have been, Tony? That could have been a GPS trucker as well. Yeah, it could be. The police are investigating the matter. (laughs) Confirmed the Deputy Superintendent of Police, Smith Gohill, on Saturday. These birds came and sat on a fishing boat at the sea on December the 5th. The fishing boat returned on Saturday, after which the boat owner informed the police. He also added that the devices attached to the pigeon's legs will be removed and sent for a forensic science laboratory test in Gandhihanaga. This is not the first time that some... Something like this has happened in Gujarat. A few months ago, a similar incident was reported in the state. A pigeon with a fitted chip was found in Gujarat. That's racing. They're racing chips. The pigeon was found in a pot full of water (laughs) in a private company. The staff called up forest officials who later contacted the police department after they noticed a ring and a small device on the pigeon. Pigeon's leg. Uh, pigeon flies use GPS tracking now, and we put them on the legs to see which way the birds are going. And the other thing is, to clock our pigeons, we got to put electronic chip rings on them. Correct, Tony? Yeah. So I reckon that's what's going on here. So. Yeah, trips. <laughs> but it's very funny because they're going to do forensic investigations and everything. Yeah. So it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> oh, unbelievable, but yeah, that's a funny story that was uh, appeared on the internet uh, today. There was also another um, uh, photos that uh, they've they're doing murals. You see these? You know how they do the silos? Yeah, look, they yeah. do that in America. They paint pigeons on the wall. That's nice. That's yeah, nice, isn't yeah. it? So go and have a look at that on the Pigeon Radio website. Also, if you're interested in Johnny Yates's sale, uh, go and uh, ch- check out the catalogue, which is available on the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia Facebook page. You can go and find it there, Johnny Yates catalogue, if you haven't already downloaded it. All right. Now we're going to play a song here from Paul Kelly's Christmas Train. I'm keeping it Christmassy today. And uh, we've got Linda Bull and Paul Kelly singing Christmas. Baby, please come home. And you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back to say cheerio.
For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor When everything keeps changing It's hard to know how to feel so if the last couple of years have left you with mixed emotions, you're not alone. Search Beyond Blue Coronavirus for free tools, support, or to have a chat today. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Looking for great events and activities right on your doorstep? Keen to join a local club or community group? Want to lend a hand by volunteering in your local community? Head to mycommunitylife.com.au to find out what's on in Kingston. With more than 150 events and activities, 400 clubs and 80 volunteer roles, there is something for everyone. My Community Life, making it easier to find out what's happening in your local community. mycommunitylife.com.au Hey, what you doing, Dad? Hmm? Oh, I'm painting the deck. Why? Because the varnish protects the wood from the sun. Why? Because sunlight in Australia is really strong. Why? Well, because it's full of dangerous UV rays. Oh. Dad? 
Shouldn't you also protect yourself then? When you cover things, they last longer. Same goes for you. Be sun smart. Save your skin. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm, and I showcase the very best and new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm. Catch you there. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And our address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. Tony, we've run out of stuff. Because everybody's not here. You've got bloody Charlie there acting in a movie or something. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, Tony McPherson's off doing some sort of delegates meeting with the Greater Melbourne, so he couldn't be here. Catch you next week here at Pigeon Radio Australia, and hopefully we have everybody on board. Yeah, goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye to everybody around the world. And cheerio from me, and we'll catch you same time, same station here on Pigeon Radio Australia next week. Cheerio! So, stop the pigeon, stop the 